Hello and welcome to Heart Awakenings, channeling with Amrita. My name is Amrita, and for the next hour we're going to be sharing with you about activating hope. And I'm going to share some personal things uh, about my own hope activation. And I'm going to channel Amrita and Aurelia for their perspective. And then we're going to do a little meditation journey to hopefully support you and your own hope activation. And for hope to truly live in us, there's a three-step process that we're aware of, which is to, at first we activate it, and then we attune with it, and then we actualize it. It becomes a real thing in our reality, in our universe. And this is my story about hope activation in me. I was about 13 years old and in the 8th grade, which uh, at the time was called junior high school, not middle school. And this was back in the 60s. And I was an avid, voracious reader. I never had any trouble with book reports. And when I was assigned a book report, I'd read the book and then I'd write a report on it. No big deal. And the teacher knew this. And we were assigned the book 1984 by George Orwell. And it describes a lot of what is happening now. One of the things in the book is that people are monitored through their televisions. Um, the, uh, the powers that be could... Uh, tune in to what's going on. Uh, there was a camera in the television. And we all, a lot of us have those <laughs> nowadays. And so forth and so on. And this book traumatized me. It, it, the essence of the book is that by spying on people, they would find out what their greatest fear is. And then if someone, they wanted to control someone, they would capture them and subject them to that fear and the descriptions of the man who was afraid of rats or spiders, the woman who was afraid of spiders, something like that. They were in a room filled with those things, and they were terrified, and it broke them. It broke them, and they were obedient after that to the government. And um, uh, there's a lot in that book um, that uh, it's a point of view that, um, and, a, and a future vision from the time when it was written um, that is actually elements of it are taking place now. And I was so freaked out by this book that I couldn't write a book report about it. I just, I couldn't do that. And I appealed to my mother who appealed to my teacher, I believe. And, and the teacher knowing that I wasn't just trying to get out of doing a book report, um, understood that I was having a, an emotional meltdown about this. And, um, assigned me a different book, which was Fahrenheit 451, which was about book burning. And somehow that seemed less close to home. That seemed less realistic to me, to my 13-year-old mind. And even after re- reading that book and writing the book report, I was still in this very dark place from having read 1984. And... It, I was in a state I now recognize as despair. Everything was dark. There was no hope anywhere. It was just um, black. 
everywhere. And I just hung in and hung in. It felt like I didn't have a choice. It was just there all the time. And I got more and more desperate, more and more desperate to get out of this state of mind and feeling. And finally, one day, uh, there was a spark. There was a glimmer in the darkness. And I thought, what's that? And it was hope. It was a spark of hope. Hope for humanity, hope for myself, hope for uh, myself and others, hope for our world. And that spark was the light in the darkness that helped me find my way out of the darkness. So at 13 years old, hope became my benchmark. When things got dark and, and horrible and I felt very despairing, I would look for that spark. I would seek out the hope. Where's the hope? There's got to be some in here somewhere, and I would find it eventually. And it helped me a lot until later in life, my benchmark became love. When I touched unconditional love, I knew what it was. And for me, hope is even more lasting. When in, in times in my life when I couldn't feel the love, I couldn't touch the love, I couldn't find the love, which happens rarely now, but it does still happen. I'm human after all. There's always a spark of hope. And I also want to share with you about hope. Pandora, the myth of Pandora, there's a lot of versions of it, but the one that I enjoy uh, having my attention on is Pandora has this box that all of the troubles, the ills and the troubles and the woes of the human race are captured in this box. And and people are idyllic and happy. Uh, but Pandora was very, very curious. She was given the... Um, the task of making sure the box was kept safe and closed and was told never to open it. But she was very curious and, of course, wanted to open the box. And she did. And all the troubles and woes and ills flew out and and, and infected the world. And um, that's the story of how um, humankind has so many troubles. And, and human beings have so many troubles. And after all those nasty things came flying out of the box, she looked into it, and there at the bottom of the box was a little glowing spark of hope. And once all the troubles have been released, then hope can be released also. And I have a lot of hopes with regard to myself and others. And... The trick part, the tricky part for me is not so much to have, not to have hopes or desires, but to not be attached to the outcome of them. I can hope for things and then let go as to what might actually happen. And that's a, a kind of surrender for me. To surrender to my nature, which is human, and allow for hopes and dreams as well as fears. I also wanted to mention, uh, with regard to hope, that in the um, reading of tarot cards, there's a spread called the Celtic Cross, and there's a card in that spread whose meaning, whatever card falls on that, describes are hopes and fears. It's called hopes and fears. And it's the same card. What we hope for is what we fear. What we fear is, is what we hope for. 
and uh, or we we hope for one version and we fear another version of the same thing. And what is that thing? The card in in a card spread will reveal that. And I learned this many many years ago, decades ago, and it always intrigued me. And sure enough, every time I would do that spread, to this day, every time I do that spread, that hopes and fears card is definitely describes both my hopes and my fears. And that's a way of saying that they both are contained in Pandora's box. So, our curiosity about ourselves brings up all kinds of stuff, the shadow work, and it also brings hope. And that spark of hope can be found in the midst of our troubles, in the midst of our darkness, just like I found it when I was 13. And that experience has stayed with me through my life. That was what you might call a defining moment, the moment that I found hope in the midst of a dark despair for not just for myself, but for all of humanity. And that spark of hope has has been tended and at times has ignited into something much greater. I'm also a visionary and that hope, that spark of hope definitely illuminates the visions that I have of uh, potential future events and how things are... The general direction that things are moving in is the sense that I have as a visionary. I have a sense that of what might be possible given that direction, given, given the way that things are going, what might be possible now. And this is a time of great change. It's also a time of great opportunity. So activating hope. Activating hope is, I think, a valuable thing because we all have it in us. Just as we have all the different human ways of experiencing things, emotions and thoughts and so forth, we have hope. It, it's it's integral to our being as humans. And so when we activate that hope, when hope gets activated through our discovery of it, and um, it gets activated through our openness to it, to the possibility that something hopeful might arise in our consciousness, that allows for our natural state of hope, hopefulness to arise in our consciousness. And we can experience it. We can experience a sense of hope. And sometimes, at some points in our lives, especially when we have challenges in our lives, it's sometimes hope is all we have. And it can be enough. It can be enough to bring people together. It can be enough for community to support each other. It it can be enough to allow for new life to come in the world, hopefulness. And I think there's a difference between hope that is pinned on something external and being um, given hope that's, oh, I hope this person or organization or whatever out there will be pin your hopes on them doing something for you. And that is less helpful than the hope that we can find from within ourselves. The sense of hope that arises naturally from us. 
And that kind of hope can be supportive and sustaining and can also inform us as to actions we can take to allow for that hope to be more present in our awareness. So that's uh, some of what I have to say about activating hope. I think that it's a good time in our human history right now with so many people having to stay at home and so many people experiencing a sense of heightened sense of danger and being out and about, not at home. And I think that hope is something that can truly assist us in this time. And I also want to say that it's part of the teachings of Emerytha and it's also part of my awareness that whatever happens within our own consciousness also affects the one consciousness that is the human race and the one consciousness that is all life everywhere, the unified one, the unified consciousness. And the more aware we are that that occurs, the stronger the contribution, the more the contribution. So when we do our own inner healing, when we allow for hope to be actualized within us, to be activated within us, when we allow for hope to be known, the hope that arises from within us to be known by us, and we're aware that what happens within us also affects the collective, then that even more affects the collective. And it also, by the way, affects Gaia, the planet, and allows for a spark of hope. And in fact, I'm feeling right now that um, Gaia has a lot of hope. Um, and hope for us, the human race, because the ozone layer, is, the hole in the ozone layer is healing up. And nature is more predominant now that the humans are staying inside on the planet. And um, it's a, an overall balancing out of things that is welcome. And Gaia has hope for us, <laughs> is what I'm feeling. Ah, that's what I sense. All right. Um, I think it would be good for me to channel Amaritha and Aurelia for you. I started channeling Amaritha in 1987 at the Harmonic Convergence. It was by surprise. I didn't know... This was coming, but when it came, I welcomed it because that presence was just pure love and joy and it, the, the experience of channeling was ecstatic. And people were actually helped. People were supported and empowered and assisted in their, on their path and their awakening uh, by my channeling. So I started channeling. In 1987, I started and I'd been doing it ever since. And exactly 20 years later, in 2007, Aurelia showed up, another entity from the universe that Amaritha is from. And extraterrestrial shamanism was born. And the three of us have uh, several programs of 12 journeys each that activate, attune, and actualize your 12-strand DNA and accelerate, give you a quantum leap on your awakening path and support you and give you many interesting, fun tools. Each one of the journeys can be a meditation that you can practice. 
and um, they're fun. They're um, really um, delightful. Um, and this radio program, in this, we're going to offer you a taste, a taste of what those journeys are like and how they might um, impact you, how they might support you on your awakening. And so this is our offering. This is our gift to you. And may you benefit from it and enjoy it. All right. So here is Amaretha. <laughs> so I am here. I do greet you all most wonderful. And so it is indeed as if I am Amaretha. Extraterrestrial one, and I am here to assist human ones and human race in coming into full conscious awareness of all things at all times. This state you call enlightenment, and to bring message of universal love to as many human ones as possible. And so, dear ones, you as awakening ones, you have the ability to allow for activation within yourself. Many things are being offered at this time, energetically and from other dimensions to this dimension of human existence that allow for activation of your own innate beingness, that which you truly are. And so, dear ones, the more that you can allow your mind and your heart to be open to the possibilities of what is so for you, moment by moment by moment by moment, the more likely it is you can take advantage of this time of many activations. And so the offering in this time frame, so to speak, is activating hope. Now for human ones, this hope is antidote to despair. It is counterbalance as it were. It is also like a gateway to the love that you are, to your very self. Hope in the human one is indeed designed for such. You can, human ones can find hope in any bleak situation. Human ones have this ability, it is innate within them, it is like a counterbalance to the situation, and also inspires a higher awareness, so to speak, a greater consciousness around what is occurring. The hopefulness is like a doorway for your creativity. You seem to be in a situation that is dire and hopeless. There does not seem to be any hope. And when you as human one can find hope in the situation, you can also find a way to rectify the situation the possibility to walk away from it or to take an action not mm, not in your normal mm, scope of things, you understand, to take some action that is different from whatever you have done in past. A new idea can come to you or your openness can draw to you another, such as a friend or family member who can make a suggestion or even make comment that is offhand that sparks the creative solution for you. Or you can go to sleep at night with dire situation and with hope activated and in the morning when you awaken a solution or more or more than one solution can be presented to you in your consciousness through your dream work. 
This is the power of hope for human wants. And so, this is opportunity for you to allow for the activation of hope within yourself. And to notice that that very activation, that spark of hope, illuminates your very self for you. Your very nature is illuminated for it arises indeed from your own beingness as a human one. It is integral to the human being that hope always is mm, activatable, so to speak. It is available to you. This hope is always present within you, whether you are aware of it or not. It is integral to your human beingness. And as such, a willingness to be open to your very self is helpful in allowing for an experience of this hope for you as human wants. Most wonderful. Ah, yes, indeed. Another element of true hope for human wants, not false hope that is offered from external, but the true hope to which is arises from within. Another aspect or benefit from this is that it is common to all human wants. And so when hope is offered by one from the self, then another one, it is like infectious, another one, it is like a resonance offered, and that resonance then vibrates the hope that lives within you. When you hear hopeful things from other ones, it is like vibration of hope then vibrates that which is in you, your own natural hopefulness as a human one. And there is an increase of possibility for you to be of noticing of this hope. And so the sharing of the hope that you have while acknowledging dire circumstance that it is in the midst of can be not only of benefit to you, but to others as well. For it uh, offers the option, the choice, the possibility that hope can also vibrate more within them. And as they vibrate more with hope, so you will vibrate more as well in your connection with them and so forth and so on. Most wonderful. And so, it does seem to me would be of benefit to introduce Aurelia at this time. And so, a moment please. Oh, dear ones, oh, such sweet joy to be in communion with you. Ah, this love that flows between you and other ones, it is of a a great sweetness, you understand. And it flows in the here and now. In each moment, moment by moment, the sweetness can be tasted. This sweetness can be noticed. This sweetness can be an integral aspect of your experience, the sweetness of love shared. And this sweetness arises in the here and now. You understand, there is no time. It is an illusion. There is no space. It is an illusion. And yet this illusion seems very real to you. 
Very real. It is time and space. They are necessary for a 3D plane, for this level of existence, so to speak, this dimension of existence, for it to be in existence. Time and space are required, you understand. And so the appearance, the seeming reality of time and space for human ones is an integral part of being identified with being human one. When you are aware of self, when you are aware of the love that you are, when you have an awareness of the limitless love that is the all that is, and you are in the here and now, for that is where that is found. You can notice that in every now moment, in this here and now, all past and future moments are available to you. You can access memory. You can open vision. You can be aware of any past moment, any future moment. You can also in the now moment be aware of parallel or probable lives, of parallel or probable use, parallel or probable universes that are indeed in existence, in coexistence along with this dimension, with this plane. And so, dear ones, you can notice that you're being fully present in the here and now. Time and space dissolve as illusions. You can also visit anywhere. This is possible. Through shamanic journeying, through dream state, through meditation, through out-of-body travel, whatever you wish to call this, it is possible for you in your consciousness to travel to other places and to be in other places in no time at all. You can simply shift what space you are oriented to, most wonderful. Now, as human one, you are so fully tied to your body, integrated with your physical form, this human experience, you understand, for each one of you, is in certain terms, as a being, a kind of experiment for you. Oh, let us see what will happen if I become human one. And it is no accident, dear ones, that you are... In a human form at this time, for this is a time of great potential for awakening of each individual human one and for the human race and for Gaia herself, awakening to your true nature, which is limitless love, to your true nature, which is a distinct and individual, as distinct from other ones, and yet at the same time, in the same moment, simultaneously, you are the all that is, this one consciousness, you are this love. It is so in each moment, as a paradox, dear ones, moment by moment by moment. And as you rest into your awareness of being oriented as human one at this time, that spark of hope that becomes activated within you is available to you for your awareness, most wonderful. And so,
Oh, thank you. This is Amrita again. Thank you, Amrita and Aurelia. Oh, I'm a conscious channel. I hear everything as it comes through me, uh, much as you do. And I really have no idea what they're going to say. I, d- I don't know at all. I just am in a state of uh, surrendered bliss. And it's it's actually a very ecstatic state. And I am, um, I just allow them, I just allow them to come through and use my voice and use my consciousness and say what they want to say to us. So I feel very blessed to receive their reminders and their messages and their points of view, which their perspectives, which are, um, always really wonderful to contemplate for me anyway. Ah, so. Well, I think it would be good to begin our journey. And we're, this is going to be a long journey. Um, this is going to be a slow moving into it and creating a safe space for the spark of hope to arise from the darkness. And want to remind you that as with all of our transmissions and journeys and activations, you will receive an activation during an energy activation during this journey. All of them, whatever benefits you, we send it out with this strong intention that whatever benefits you, whatever supports you in your awakening, whatever your higher self says yes to, that is what you receive. And if there's any aspect of it that doesn't pertain to you, it just falls away. So you can ignore anything that doesn't apply to you. And you can um, allow for whatever your own experience is. It's I, I believe it's the energy transmission uh, that is taking place that is the key to all of this. Um, However, uh, feel free to follow along and um, please enjoy. And so, it is for you to bring your attention to your breath. And to allow your awareness to be on your breath as it moves in and out of your body in natural fashion. Just to be aware of the breath moving in and out of your body. And as your awareness grows, your awareness of your breath, you can notice or imagine that you are breathing in and out through your heart chakra, that energy center in the middle of your chest. And so as you breathe in, you are breathing in love through your heart chakra. And as you breathe out, you are breathing out love through your heart chakra. Love, love, this love, this limitless love, it is the very stuff of which the universe is made, you understand. And so you breathe it in and out as your body breathes in and out. Your breath is flowing in and out through your heart chakra. And there's this love comes in through your heart chakra and the in-breath. It permeates all of your bodies. Touches every cell of your physical body. Touches every emotion, every feeling state in your emotional body. 
touches every thought and belief system structure in your mental body. Touches every part of all of your energy bodies. As you breathe out, the love that flows out through your heart carries with it whatever is ready to be released at this time. And you do not need to know what this is, you understand. You have only to intend or observe that on the out-breath, whatever is ready to be released at this time is released. Flows outward in natural fashion through your heart. And so you breathe in the love that permeates all your bodies. You breathe out the love and you release and let go and allow. And so as you continue with the heart breath in this way, if you are aware of any body sensations, you can notice them and then bring that portion of your attention to your breath. If there are emotions or feelings, you can notice them and then bring that portion of your attention to your breath as you breathe the love in and out through your heart chakra. Any energy sensations, any thoughts, you can notice them and then bring your attention to your breath. And allowing for the love to flow in through the heart chakra, permeating all of your bodies flowing out through the heart chakra, carrying with it whatever is ready to be let go of now. As you continue with the heart breath in this way, you can notice beneath you the planet. At the very core of the earth is her heart chakra, and there is a connection between your heart and the heart of Gaia. And so on the in-breath, as you breathe in the love, and it permeates all of your bodies, that love flows down along that connection to the heart of Gaia. And on the out-breath, the love of the Mother Earth for you rises up into your heart as you allow for the release of whatever is ready to be let go of now. And so you breathe in the love, allow it to permeate all your bodies and going down to the heart of Gaia, you breathe out the love, allowing for release, most wonderful. And as you continue with the heart breath in this way, your awareness of your connection to the earth does grow. And so you breathe in the love and it permeates all your bodies and flows down to the heart of Gaia and you breathe out the love and it carries with it whatever is ready to be released and you breathe in the love. And as it permeates all your bodies and flows down to the heart of Gaia, it also flows up and out the top of your head to the heart of the universe. And on the outbreath, the love of the all that is comes down into your heart. As you breathe out and allow release of whatever is ready to be let go of now. And so you breathe in the love, allowing it to permeate all of your bodies flowing down to the heart of Gaia, up and out to the heart of the universe, and on the out-breath. As the love meets in your heart, you can allow for the release of whatever is ready to be let go of now.
And so, dear ones, it is for you to imagine yourself in a situation, perhaps one you have already experienced, perhaps one you have imagined or heard about, perhaps one that arises for you at this moment, a horrific situation, one in which there is great despair. Situation seems hopeless, you seem helpless, there is nothing you can't do, and there is great suffering. Perhaps on your own part, perhaps on the part of others, or both. A dark night of the soul, perhaps, or simply a dire situation, or one in which there is great fear for you. And it is as if you are in the dark, you cannot see, you do not know which way to go. And as you allow yourself to imagine being in this situation, it is for you to reach out in whatever way you wish to, whether you call out or reach out your hand or simply send out a psychic message, it is up to you. You reach out and you call upon your higher self. You call upon your higher guidance. You call upon your angel ones, your guide ones, your totem ones. You call upon those who can be there with you and for you in this time. And in doing so, there is an opening in the darkness. And from that opening, there comes a spark. And this spark may be dim at first, or it may be bright. It is a spark of light. And you move closer to it. Or you call it closer to you. You allow for a gap. The gap between you and the spark to close. You allow it to come closer to you. Perhaps it illuminates some of this situation that you find yourself in. Perhaps it illuminates your own mind or your own interior. Or perhaps it illuminates some aspect of the situation you had not thought of before. Or perhaps this spark simply arrives as a possibility of hope for you in this dire situation. And as you commune with this spark of light, this bit of fire, as you commune with it and it goes closer to you or you grow closer to it, it is for you to notice that it is as if you are inside your very self, 
that the source of this spark is from you. You may have been pointed to it by another one. There may have been another one who reminded you of this. There may have been another one who spoke this to you or shared this with you in some way, shared their own hope. And notice that that may have ignited your own spark. This is the very spark of your being. It comes from your life force energy. And it is found deep within this darkness, deep within the dire circumstance. It does not banish the fear, the despair, the sense of hopelessness. It illuminates it. And it offers a kind of counterbalance to that darkness. And so it is for you to notice that there is a relationship between hope and the dark despair of any situation you may be in. And that situation, that dire circumstance may shift and change for you in this journey. Or it may stay the same. Allow for whatever your experience is with regard to the dire circumstances that call upon hope for you. And it is your openness to your very self. Represented by your higher self that access to... The nature, that love that is your very nature, the nature of your own self. The doorway, the access to, and the reminder of your nature, which is limitless love, dear ones. And so the spark of hope arrives through the doorway of awareness of your very self, your own nature as love. It may or may not present itself to you as such, but I say to you, dear ones, this is your own hopefulness arising from within you and showing itself to you in this activation. And in this activation, it is for you to notice that this spark is growing, that light of hope, it is growing. And it begins to send out other sparks. This spark growing larger and larger sends out other sparks. And they fly off in different directions. And you can notice the ones that fly off into your past. You had dark moments in your past. Moments when some hope would have been illuminating for you. Let the spark find those moments from your past. There may be dark moments in your future you may or may not be aware of at this time. Simply send or notice that there is a flowing, a movement of these sparks in the direction of your probable futures. So that the spark of hope is embedded in each dark time. 
whether created by you, whether arising internally or created by external circumstances, does not matter. And again, you do not have to know what these ones are addressing. You have only to intend that the sparks of hope that fly from the spark of hope that is within you and is in nature, your own nature, that that spark find a dark time and be present there as a reminder, as a support, as a counterbalance, and as inspiration for creative thought, creative action, creative way to feel about it all. Not to get rid of any of the other feelings, but to include the hope along with all of what is going on so that that spark can be found in every dire circumstance. And if you are aware as multidimensional one of other dimensions of self, where the spark of hope might be of benefit, you can send it along to that those aspects of your own self as well. For, dear ones, this spark of hope arises indeed from within you and is indeed an aspect of your being as a human one. It is integral. Each of you has this. And so now you can notice that in this activation, the spark of hope is activated from within you and is carried within you as an inspiration to you and others, perhaps. And that that spark gives off a shower of sparks. And each one activates another time and place that you can access from this now moment another time and place where this spark would be of benefit to you and others. And so, dear ones, it is for you to notice that you are indeed now activating hope from within and also from without through your intention to allow it and in this activation, these dire circumstances are illuminated. And you can be open to possibilities of how the situation might shift, might be resolved, might be more tolerable, might even be transformed through your awareness and willingness to be aware of the hope that is sparking within you now and now and now and now in each moment, moment by moment, that spark of hope sends out little sparks. You can imagine them as sprinkling your body in any area where you have or have had or perhaps will have pain, difficulty, dis-ease, whatever. Let there be a spark of hope for healing, for ease, for integration. <laughs> 
for ability to weather whatever storms may come your way and to continue to have hope and, and allow that hope to lead you, dear ones, to the knowingness of the love that you are, for that hope arises from that love. That hope arises from your very self, and you are that love, dear ones. And so, indeed, moment by moment by moment by moment, Whatever dire circumstance, whatever difficulty you may be currently or in the past or in the future experiencing in the now, this spark of hope addresses this for you in some way. To illuminate, to inspire, to allow for an opening to new and creative ideas, solutions, and ways of being that may be of benefit to you, most wonderful. And so, dear ones, moment by moment by moment by moment, you can offer gratitude to this spark of hope and to yourself for allowing this. Offer gratitude to hope for being of inspiration to you in times of darkness was wonderful. And so it is for you now to notice that you are still breathing in and out through your heart. And as you breathe in, the love flows in, permeates all of your bodies, flows down to the heart of Gaia, and out to the heart of the universe as you breathe out. Whatever you are ready to let go of now and now and now flows out along the out-breath. And as you continue with the heart-breath in this way, you can notice your own body. And you can allow your attention to shift from your breath now to your physical form, to your own body. You can feel the pull of gravity upon your body. This is your connection with Gaia being expressed. You can notice your heart and its openness. This is by virtue of your own nature and your willingness to allow for love to flow through you. And you can notice as you become more and more aware of your human body and its breathingness, the body it is breathing, you can notice that you are surrounded by the universe. The universe is holding you and holding Gaia. And all the other celestial bodies of this universe. And you can bring your attention more and more to your own physical body. And it is for you, dear ones, to notice now in your life when hope rises unbidden, when hope shows up as a hopefulness in how you move your body, in how you think, in how you feel, in how you converse with other ones, in how you make your choices and decisions as a human one, 
and how you live your life. You can notice whether that spark of hope is greater than it has been before and whether it continues to grow for you. It has been activated from you, from within you, as you, in the field of you, in the field of the love that you are, in the infinitude of love. Hope, as they say, springs eternal And this is because we are eternal, we are eternal love. And love springs forth from us, as us, again and again and again, eternally, for we are that. And hope is a part of who and what we are. Hope is a part of who we are as human beings. So, this is Amrita again. Uh, the Triunity, Amaritha, Aurelia, and I as one, the Triunity, did bring to you that journey, that experience of uh, hope activation, of activating hope. And it's our hope, it's my hope as a human, <laughs> my hope that you benefit from this and that there is indeed more hope in you and in your life, and that it serves you, that it serves to bring a balance to whatever life may be bringing you, not only now, but in the future, for the activation of hope. It was a strong and powerful moment for me. And it, As I say, I've carried it through my whole life. And I've been through some really dark times. Some internal, some external. Some uh, brought on by me, some not. Except the choices I made to be around for it, be present where I was when it happened. Um, So some situations are of my making and some are not. But it doesn't matter. When we find ourselves in a despairing place, in a dark place, that spark of hope can be a lifesaver. It can be a, um, it, it can, it, it, it can be a, a healer. It can heal our minds. It can heal our emotions. It can heal our state of consciousness, heal our state of being. And it's in the allowing of it that makes it possible. It's not something we take in from the outside. It's something we allow to arise from within us. We all have it. We all have that spark of hope within us. And the more we can open to it, the more we can allow it, the more hope there is in our lives. And I'm feeling that that can be very helpful right now in the collective consciousness Um, things are difficult for a lot of people right now. And we all feel it to some degree, in some way, even if we're navigating this in a way that works for us, there's still that overall expression that is carried in the collective of being up against it as we used to say, of 
there's it's like the human race is traumatized and we're having to having to come up with creative solutions and figure out what to do and and how to deal with it and of course there's a wide variety of ways that people across the whole world are dealing with this and navigating this from the small communities to the larger countries and even groups of countries were um, coming together and working to find a way to navigate this crisis that humanity is faced with at this time. And that can bring up a lot of hopelessness. It can also bring up hopefulness. No matter how many troubles and ills you have, remember Pandora's box, there's always hope at the bottom of it. There's always hope. No matter how bad it is, no matter how dark it is, hope is always there because it's an integral part of our being. I love that. So, I want to convey gratitude and appreciation from Amaritha and from Aurelia for this opportunity to be of service to you, for this opportunity to to share with you, to be of a sharingness, as Amaritha would say, and uh, to offer these experiences, to offer these perspectives, to offer our love and our joy and our delight at being able to be of service in this way. I love channeling. And I really appreciate the opportunity to share from myself and Emerith and Aurelia. It's what they're here for, <laughs> to transmit their love, to transmit their wisdom, and to transmit who and what they are so that we can remember the love that we are. Blessings to you. <laughs> 